Welcome to Mojo for the Modern Man. This is Ken Mossman. I am your host here. And today is episode number five. It is also part two of my conversation with Eric Meredith Gujan. And I'll introduce the second half of our conversation in just a moment. There's a couple things I want to mention very quickly. One of them is my newly updated website, redesigned, etc., is up. Um, and you can see it at Cirrus, uh, C I R R U S Coaching. Dot com or cirrusleadership.com. Both will get you there. And if you haven't yet, please do uh, grab my fun and satisfaction survey. You can sign up for my newsletter, etc. And with that, um, a little bit about the conversation, the second half of my conversation with Eric Meredith Gujan. Uh, in this conversation, Eric digs into his work as a coach, particularly the work he does around relationship, as well as the the work of men at Pine Tree. And I want to mention that this was recorded prior to COVID-19. So there's some dates that uh, obviously do not apply here. Uh, like everything else, uh, men at Pine Tree got put on hold. Uh, the live the live gathering got put on hold. So uh, I encourage you to visit men at pinetree.com. We'll give you that URL at the end of the conversation as well. Um, and dig in deep and listen to what Eric has to say here. Again, my conversation with Eric Meredith Gujan, part two. Listen and enjoy. How do you see the, how do you see your uh, the your artwork impacting your coaching your coaching impacting your uh, your artwork all of those things impacting the 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 work that you do the pine tree which we will get to mm -hmm. um, yeah how do you see them interacting and impacting one another yeah they they actually impact each other very 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 intimately um in fact, in my in my trajectory as a as a coach, um, one of the one of the huge, I guess, obstacles uh, issues that I had to deal with was this very question because my my work um, deals with with strong emotions a lot. Um, yeah, I figure out how to navigate that particular passage as a coach. Um, in my coaching being that that's the, that's my raw material as an artist. So like, how do, how do I reconcile being in service to my clients when, you know, when tears start coming and I start, you know, thinking about, Oh, wow, this is such a beautiful thing. How is this going to, you know, uh, make a wonderful image? Like those are two completely different headspaces. Um, and so where I, where I came to is, is actually, Engaging with that, engaging with my uh, training and practice as an artist and making that part of my brain available to my clients in the coaching space. And so um, I've gotten to a place where what my art brain does is open up all kinds of possibilities for communication. Coaching is very, tends to be very verbal tends to be very word centric. Yeah. You know, we talk, we ask questions, we expect verbal responses to those questions. And that's, that's kind of the, the, you know, the architecture of it. And, um, as much as possible, I try to, uh, break that open a bit 
and um, ensure for my clients that that if some other mode of communication is better than words, then we that's that's open too. We don't have to actually only use that medium to do the thing that we're doing where we're trying to get you as close to you as possible. You know, one thing I say to my clients is, is, is that what I'm doing here as a coach is introducing you to some part of yourself that you want to meet, you know? Yeah. And maybe the path to that isn't words. Maybe it's movement. Maybe it's drawing. Maybe it's song. Maybe it's, you know, driving around. Maybe it's going to a museum. Maybe it's taking a walk, you know, through the city. Whatever needs to happen for that introduction to occur can happen. And uh, so that's one way in which, which my, my artistic training comes into play in my coaching is opening up the widest possible field for, for modes of, of communication. Yeah, beautiful. All those examples that you gave um, are lovely. And I'm imagining, <clears throat> um, you know, I'm, I'm just imagining what a, what a, uh, a neuroscientist who's studying coaching would say to that. And part of what I'm imagining they would say is, you know, the, the more, the, the more different, neural pathways one can open up and involve the greater the potential for for lasting change mm-hmm. you know for lasting uh transformation yeah and yeah those those neuroscientists who are listening if any of that was complete and utter nonsense then please <laughs> let, we want to be responsible let me know absolutely <laughs> so yeah so so t- um <clears throat> So you and Jason, I, I believe there's another man involved, uh, uh, and I yeah. made up that 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 you are part of the the group that founded um, Pine Tree. I'm not sure if that's true. I've totally it made that up. No, What's Larry, Larry McCullough is his name. He's very integral to to how Pine Tree came to be and came to be in the way that it is. Yes. Yeah. So go ahead. So share the story of of uh, share your story of Pine Tree and and. Um, your involvement with it? Well, I am actually, I guess, I guess you could say that the, the, the new kid, the, the, the third addition to the, to the team. Um, and when, when you have Jason on, you know, he'll give you a, a, a more, a more direct or story because it really did. It really did come from, from him. Like he, you know, he w- was, <laughs> Hmm. I'm just trying to think about how to how to say this without telling somebody else's story. Um, and any mistake you any any way you mess up his story, don't worry because he'll be on. He can just, he can correct it. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's just to say that you know he was going through things in his life, and one of the things that hit him as he was going through those things was a realization about uh, a deficit in the in the intimacy muscle that there was something there that was that was lacking that was under under exercised and um and a recognition that it wasn't just him that had this that had this this underutilized muscle and he wanted to 
to create a space where where men in particular could find a way to make that muscle stronger, more flexible, more you know, uh, increased increased capacity there. Um, and uh, and he was looking for the form, like he knew what the goal was. We didn't have the form, and it was through Larry that the form emerged. And Larry is a um, is a dancer and choreographer. That's been that's been his life. That's his medium. And when he was talking with Jason about this, when Jason was talking with him about this, he was like, "Ha! Ah, I think I have I have a a, a view to a form." And that's movement. And so what pine tree is, is a way towards building intimacy, towards exercising intimacy muscle uh, through movement. And the reason why the movement is important, why it matters, why it works, is it it bypasses words. It's sort of, you know, getting back to what we were just talking to. A lot of times, at least for men, at least for men in this part of the world, um, we can actually hide from ourselves through utilizing words, through ideas, through intellectualizing things. It's much more difficult to hide um, from what our bodies are telling us. And so we use um, a, a technique called authentic movement um, to get to the heart of what's going on. And we use movement and we use the witnessing of movement to, to tell our stories, to get to things that we didn't even know we needed to talk about or bring into the room. Um, by uh, by closing our eyes and doing whatever it is that our our physicality is telling us we need to be doing in that moment and being witnessed doing it and that setup turns out to be a pretty powerful vehicle for all kinds of stuff <laughs> yeah yeah, what do you see as the importance of the witnessing? Yeah, the witnessing is actually pretty central. Uh, because in a way, that's where the vulnerability comes into it. Um, again, this is, I don't know if it's universal, universal, but for, for, for men in the, in the part of the world that, that we live in being looked at is a very problematic thing like um we're not really used to experiencing being looked at in any way that isn't threatening that isn't perceived as a threat and so submitting to being watched and being a watcher who is approaching that activity as uh, something other than um, something that's combative, uh, or, or, or to uh, or either combative or what 
what just pops, and I don't know if this is part of it. I assume it is uh, it, it, either combative or performative. Yeah, yeah, it's combative or performative or or sexual uh, is is new, is unfamiliar, is uncharted, and so we don't necessarily have uh, a a map for what that's supposed to be. So it's kind of a pure experience, you know. Um, it's a scary experience, but it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have a, a, a ready narrative already sort of, um, laid on top of it. Right. And so, uh, when we witness and when we play back that witnessing, cause that's a part of it too. There's a, there's a, there's a playing back of what we saw. Um, there's a describing of it without interpretation, just describing what we saw. Um, is where we get to the story of each other in that space. Yeah. Yeah. My, my imagination is going uh, absolutely wild in the most delightful way right now. Um, there's so much in what you're, in what you're describing in terms of the, the courage that it takes uh, because, uh, and, and, you know, I know this in my own work as a coach, and of course, uh, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir when it, when it, because uh, I know you've, I know you know this as well. There is such power in moving, in being willing to move into that ambiguous space where we don't yet have the information, we don't yet have the language, you know, um, that can be uh, hugely freeing and, and uh, let's not, let's not, <laughs> let's not, let's not describe it. You, you euphemistic, euphemistically, it can be hugely freeing and terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It does require a leap to, to, to be able to enter into this. Yeah. Yeah. And to do it with other, you know, uh, in the presence of, and being witnessed, uh, by other men mm-hmm. again for for men in this culture that's a big deal yeah it is yeah 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 it can be a tall order yeah yeah beautiful beautiful yeah. um boy what do you what do you what do you love about being involved the main thing i love is the, is the service is this is seeing the transformation that occurs i love i love witnessing the shock of people opening up to themselves in ways that they never imagined they would. Uh, so many people come to this reluctantly mm. and come away enthusiastic, you know, come away being nurtured and fed. Um, uh, in some ways, being a different person, you know, even if it's in even if that difference is simply the difference between being afraid and apprehensive and not being afraid and apprehensive, you know, um, there's a, a relationship, a connection to their own bodiliness that, that becomes transformed. You know, we're very self-conscious. We're very like worried about how we're going to be judged. You know, are we fit enough? Are we strong enough? Are we sexy enough? Are we anything enough? Um, are we enough? Yeah. Uh, and having that 
disappear, having that evaporate, you know, is, is an amazing thing to watch, you know. And then when whatever specific issues end up coming out of that for people, seeing the changes in their lives that, 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 that go along with that. Um, there's, there have been many, many guys there who come away with that with their, with their relationships altered. Not the relationships in the, in the, in the workshop, but the relationships back home. Yeah. Um, there are many guys who tell the story of, you know, their wives insisting that they come or <laughs> insisting that they come back, you know, they might be feeling guilty about like, Oh, can I take time away from my family to go do this thing for myself? And the people back home saying, go, you're doing it. Has, it's actually serving us for you to go do this because you come back better. You come yeah. back home, back more connected to us, you know? Because um, that's what facility with intimacy does. It brings you closer to the people that you care about, you know? Yeah. And so that's a really wonderful thing to see, you know, realized in the, in the world is, is people's bonds with others becoming stronger. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, what do you have cooking that you want to, uh, what do you have cooking in the next few months that you want to let people know about before we part company here? Um, gosh. Um, well, Jason and I are talking about, um, and Larry are talking about when our next minute pine free retreat is going to be, but probably sometime in the next, you know, beginning part of the next year, 2020. Um, and we're also talking about how to expand it. It, it may, Jason and I were just talking, I hope I'm not, you know, talking out of, out of turn here, but we're talking about, um, how it might be, you know, a little unfair to keep it as small as we've been keeping it, you know? Uh, if it's something that's useful, then it's something that should be made available to as many people as, as possible. Mm. Um, so we got to figure out what that looks like while keeping it, keeping it right and just and, 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 and intimate. Um, cause you know, if it is a small group, we sort of cap it at, at like 14 or 15. Um, but besides that, um, my, my, coaching practice is, is, is moving along. So if, if any of, of what we talked about here is, is, you know, might be nourishing to anyone, um, you know, feel free to, to contact me and we can, we can talk about what, um, what the potentialities are for either you as an individual or as a couple, because I, I work with individuals, but I also uh, do relationship coaching, the, the, the coaching of relationships, um, which is a different thing from, from individuals because just to say a little bit about that, I, 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 when I'm coaching relationships, it's the relationship that's the client, not the individuals in the relationship. So it's about partnering with them to nurture, grow, uh, train, you know, take care of, of that relationship. So, um, so that's, that's always on offer. And, um, and I got a couple of, of projects um, as far as my visual artwork goes that are in the works that, um, that I'm looking forward to, to realizing too. So. And will those be posted on, on your website? Yeah. My website, um, Instagram, Eric MG is my, is my social media handle. They can look for my, my work there. And that's, and, and go ahead and spell that out. A E R I C 
mg. Beautiful. And your uh, and you've got two different websites. You've got a coaching website, mm-hmm. and your uh, and of course your art website. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and share those URLs. The art the art website is, is Eric M G A E R I C M G dot com. And the coaching website is coaching is Eric, my first name, A E R I C dot N Y C. Beautiful. And the best way for people to get in touch with you is uh probably email. Um so that's Eric at EricMG.com. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know there's more, uh there's a lot more we could um we could there's a lot there's so many questions i want to ask you and uh, yeah. i know i know we're getting to t- we're getting to time yeah um, uh, yeah 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 i look forward to, to speaking yeah, again stuff. yeah we just touched well, the surface yeah fun. yeah there's so much more and i and i look forward to i think i mentioned this to you in in uh in at least one email that uh timing wise uh, minute pine tree just didn't work for me uh, in 2018. It didn't work for me in 2019. And as I understand it, um, the program ended up not happening this year due to illness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I, I'm very much looking forward to, to not just talking about it, but actually not talking about it and be able, being one of those men who gets to move about it at an upcoming uh, Minute Pine Tree event. So, cool. we look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, thank you. So, so the, a delight having having you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me and listening in on the conversation with Eric and Meredith Gujan. I do hope you enjoyed it. If you want to reach out to Eric, here's his email address: a e r i c at A-E-R-I-C-M-G dot com. That's Eric at EricMG dot com. And of course, you can visit his art website at A-E-R-I-C-M-G dot com. That's EricMG dot com. Or his coaching website at A-E-R-I-C dot N-Y-C. I also invite you to visit and explore men at Pinetree dot com. Of course, there's a contact form there that you can Uh, fill out and hear more about uh, when Men at Pine Tree is uh, once again hosting live events. And last but not least, of course, I invite you to reach out to me via email, ken at cirruscoaching.com, C-I-R-R-U-S, coaching.com. And of course, visit my website, either cirruscoaching.com or cirrusleadership.com. We'll get you there. And I just want to mention also that uh, I will be Uh, offering the next iteration of the I Am, the Integrated Adult Man program, uh, beginning in October of 2020. If you have questions about that, please do reach out to me. I'm happy to get some time one-on-one and have some conversation with you about that. And I invite you back for uh, the next episode of Mojo for the Modern Man. I will be speaking with Rick Bronick is a man who's been involved in men's work and so much more, an author, uh, a, a, a fine and delightful man, a great conversation that Rick and I had uh, that's also going to be a two-part, uh, two-episode uh, of Mojo for the Modern Man. So thank you for joining me. This is Ken Mossman. Thank you for joining me on Mojo for the Modern Man. Be well until next time.